Hey everybody, this is Swamp Things I Hate About You, with Eric. And Meryl. Hey, you did that like me. <laughs> and today, we'll be reviewing the show, not Swamp Things. No, not. It is still technically in the 90s. Uh, it, but on the other end. On the other end, it started in 1999 and ended in 2002, starring Tia Carrera. Whoa. Uh, but it's called Relic Hunter. You found this. Killer name. How'd you end up finding this? I was just looking for something to watch the other night, and I was uh, roaming through the free Roku app. And you're like, ooh, Tia Carrera. And I saw... I didn't actually recognize it as Tia Carrera at first, because the picture that they used for the thumbnail is... Is it this one? Maybe. Yeah. Because that looks way more stylized than than the show. But, uh... What really originally caught my attention was the awful name. Well, it's so generic. This is called Relic, Relic Hunter. Hunter. Relic Hunter. It is. And then I clicked on it and read the synopsis, and it was just kind of hilarious enough. And then I saw Tia Carrera was in the actors, and I was like, okay, I got it. I got to try this out. So here's the um, here's a synopsis I pulled up. Sydney Fox, a college professor. Her last name is Fox. Yeah, her last name is Fox. <laughs> I didn't know that. A college professor travels the world in her quest to rescue ancient artifacts and lost relics, antiques, and antiquities. That's really broad. <laughs> I'm glad they widened also, that up because also, I can't, I don't know how the second episode we watched was technically a relic because it was how not old it was. I mean, it was still... It was Less hi- than 100. It, it had a historical value. Right, it had historical it's value. An, it, it's an antique or an antiquity. Yes, I, sure. that that's that falls into that. But, but also... Is it the, really a relic? Was it really a relic? Um, By technicality, a relic? Relics and antiquities. Yeah, I think I think it I think it follows and falls under the broad umbrella. Historical it's a, significant. It, yeah, it, has it, historical it is a relic of ho- historical significance. I, I I would I I would argue that it is a historical. It has is an item of historical significance. But it's okay. I just want to point out how badly structured a sentence the synopsis is, it's because it goes: a college professor uh, travels the world in her quest to. To rescue ancient artifacts and lost relics, comma antiquities, comma oh. an, uh, uh, antiques, comma and antiquities oh, from the hands of nefarious treasure seekers. It's very. It would have been fine if it was ancient antiques, comma lost relics, comma blah 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 blah. But it's that second and oh. or that yeah. Um, but yeah, it's mainly starring Tia Carrera and Kristen and. Uh, Christian, yeah, not Christian. Christian Anholt. He's the uh, he's her teacher's assistant who is uh, unwittingly dragged along on these misadventures. It seems like. I think he he probably 
gets more. I think he gets a little bit more used to it with time. Cause... Here, uh, the, um, IMDb has a better a better synopsis of it. Let's hear it. Sydney Fox is a university professor and black belt who globe trots after lost, stolen, and rumored to exist artifacts and antiquities. There we go. That's much better. That's a much more much succinct. more much better worded. Much more gooder. Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, that's this is the, this is the show where we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, we we watched uh, the first two episodes. Two episodes this time. Um, Buddha's was, bowl and the smoking, smoking gun. gun. Oh, there's three seasons of this. Yeah, that's oh, what man. I mean. We could oh, do. Man, we could is, do. This we could is, do a show. About this, this is past TV too. Where we're like a season of forty eight uh, or like a season of right twenty two episodes. Seven. Yeah, it's twenty two. Yeah, sixty six episode show. Some um, decent bulk to it, but yeah, you said the 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 titles are the Buddha's Bowl and the Smoking Gun. Yep. Okay. Buddha's Bowl and the Smoking Gun. Yeah. First episode. Um. Say, so yeah, I got the IMDb synopsis. It's okay. uh, Sydney and Nigel head to Nepal to recovers to recover Buddha's fabled overflowing alms bowl for villagers who are building a shrine to the original Buddha. Okay. That's a... So. That's a decent way to put it. I would, yeah, I basically would say it's uh, pretty succinct. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a, it 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 explains what it it's a good like TV guide uh, description before you watch the episode. Yeah, not giving away too much. Yeah. However, in this episode, we meet uh, um, their assistant. I guess I would call her the the little oh, assistant um, girl, Claudia. Yeah, Claudia. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's a character. She not, is a character. Not a his- history buff at all. They, uh, they spoiler really... alert, I think they get rid of her uh, after season two. Son of a Because I, I saw she was know only that. in 44 episodes. Didn't want to know that right off the bat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but yeah, she not not really a history buff at all. They definitely uh, show their place and time with a lot of things she says. Oh. A lot of her lines. Oh, that, that internet shopping. Oh, that was very funny. Uh, how new internet shopping was. Her description of it, above um, how she's just like, yeah, you can you can upload a picture of yourself, and it'll show you in all these clothes. And it's just like we we still don't really have that now. It's it's, it's what she's basically describing is like a paper doll situation where it's just like you you just kind of shittily put an image of the yeah. clothing over yourself. Um, but yes, 90s shopping, a very new thing. Uh, or not, not 90s shopping, internet shopping. Mm. It's very, it's, it's very funny how new. There's a, there is another, uh, technology thing later on in the episode too with cell phones. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, painful lines about that really push her into place because at one point, there's the the only Marilyn she knows is Marilyn Manson. Oh, she she yeah. only knows There's one some, Marilyn. It's yeah. just like, oh, Marilyn Monroe, more like Marilyn Manson. And it's just like, what the fuck does that line even mean? She's like a she's not like a goth chick. She's no, she's like a but, fucking um, what's the word? Uh, like the the girls in um, she's like a valley girl. Yeah, kind of a punker, a little bit of a punker. P U N X. With the, you know, into the Avril Lavigne type, which I guess we're not quite we're there. We're not quite there. She, time, she's though. very much... 
99. Just like what a fashionista. Um, I don't know, 99. I mean, Willennium still came out in 1999. And stuff like that. So, I mean, we were still... Okay. The, there, I mean, like, quite in time. Like, it's not so... This has nothing to do with anything. You you bringing up Willennium just reminded me I'm just me getting of, an... Um, I, oh. Just reminded me of something... <laughs> Uh, completely off topic. Um, but you remember the song uh, "Workout Plan" by Kanye West? I don't think that was Kanye West. I it think was that Kanye was... West. It was, was Kanye it? West. It was Kanye West. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's basically. Um, I was thinking of a different song. He. Uh, you might have been thinking of. Um, Another outcast. You might have been thinking of like an outcast song. No, I'm thinking of a song that, that just came out like this. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just about that. I don't want to talk about uh, that. Though. Okay, uh, but workout plan is basically the prequel song to Gold Digger because oh he start he's basically complaining about in Gold Digger uh, about the unless I unless I completely misunderstood what Gold Digger's about. Um, he's basically complaining about. Um, the type of woman that he trained in Kanye's workout plan. Because he's kind of... Uh... But Gold Digger is Kanye's song. Yeah, they're yeah. both Kanye's song. Oh, yeah, okay. So, but, so I'm saying it's it's uh, it, it's a weird thing where it's just like, of course, you're mess- of course you have to oh, deal with I Gold Diggers. You now. made a whole instructional song about how to become a Gold Digger, kind of. Okay. I'm looking up the... What? <laughs> I'm trying to look up if there's a meaning to that song. There's, oh my god. But now I keep forgetting what I'm looking <laughs> just... up as I'm talking and just looked up the word west and... Hmm, that is a cardinal direction. Yes, I, I get that. <laughs> okay, uh, back to Relic Hunter. Um... Um, so yeah, we met uh, What's-Her-Face. She, oh no, I was gonna say before we went down that long... Uh... The Kanye West hole? Yeah, the Kanye uh, We were talking West about hole. Claudia? Yeah, we were talking about Claudia, and I was saying how she had that line about Marilyn Manson, but then not to uh, give up a spoiler from episode three, later they reference Limp Biscuit in that episode, too. Oh, She's talking fuck. about Limp Biscuit and yeah. how he's real good. <laughs> God damn. So she, yeah, she does, she does look that edge, that real edgy. Oh, I need some Ooh, fucking durst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, that's um, what's that's so we meet her and uh, yeah they uh are she introduces them to the uh, the curator of the museum the local museum or the school museum something some museum um, they go they, were, they go to Trinity College by the way they're at Trinity College they're at Trinity College Trinity Where's College Trinity? Uh, I, that sounds on that sounds generic that sounds generic that yeah. sounds generic I it feel might like not there be... was probably once like a, a Catholic school called Trinity I feel like there is so does that does that guy show up a lot or does that guy show up again because it because in the second episode they're they not... get it from some other guy yeah, I'm trying just... to remember. How they get the job for the third episode, but I don't Messenger Bird probably. No, he might he might show up every once in a while, but I don't think they get their third job from him directly. Oh, okay. Here's a weird thing. Okay. Uh, when they uh the episode starts off with a flashback to like 
Oh it was yeah, like five hundred BC. Or yeah, something no, they like always that. flash back to the initial. Yeah, how it happened. But they weren't. Of. They they were just speaking English. Oh they're, yeah, they're, and it's like the Buddha and shit. Yeah, Siddhartha. It was yeah. Siddhartha. Yeah, that was weird. That just struck me. Yeah, that, that was, struck me as just a little bit lazy. That was goofy, and it was like he was talking with. Like a slightly English accent too. Oh, okay. I love I love that proper, thing. very proper. I think I, I love that thing though when they're um when they're doing just just like no well it's the past so obviously the Romans would talk with like a like a upper crust English mm. accent. You know, however, getting into the history of that specific thing, Siddhartha was was brought up very proper, so maybe he did have a little bit of a proper twang to his personal accent versus the rest of the Brahmins around or whatever. Yeah. Bleh. But it's... <laughs> or whoever was around him at that moment. I think... I guess he was a child at that point. When I think we're both putting t- way more thought than the people however, who wrote it. However, um, yeah, yeah, um, that uh, was how that started off, and we get the quest. Also, is there magic? In that episode, there was. That was the only episode. There was a lot of weird shit that happened in that episode, too, yeah. because later, I mean, are we bouncing around, or are we, Yeah, we know? can bounce around. We're okay. talking about kind of both of them. Um, in that episode, so this later, one, we Wait, have... here, I hear, we'll separate out. So, when we're talking about... Buddha. Oh, I'm still shit? only talking about Buddha's bowl. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I haven't. I'm not getting into the smoking gun at all with this. Okay. I was just gonna say later in the episode we have that incident of kind of magic, maybe where they all get stuck in the sand and get out of it by. No, that that was hum- clearly science. She said that she obviously figured out that 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 chamber that they were trapped in with the rising sand. Uh, it was vibration. They, yeah, they needed to resonate. Oriented. They needed to resonate by meditating hard. You need to ohm hard. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. yeah, and then all three of them do and somehow buzz the yeah, lever make, into the opening. Make the weird clamp on the Oh clamp. my god, that was stupid. That's insane. <laughs> and the fact that they got stuck at all. <laughs> no, but um, later on, at the end of the episode, just straight up the Buddha shows up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't re- I didn't see that scene the first time I watched this. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Oh, that's funny. Or I didn't acknowledge that was 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 happening. But how about the Buddha's thing that they were inside of was on its side, but yet when they were in it, everything was. You noticed that? Okay. The first uh, yeah, time. yeah. Well, well uh, that uh, we should probably describe that. So they. They're in the jungle at that point, and they're looking. Well, they they first they um, they're still looking for the ball. Well, it's it's a whole weird thing where they're not initially looking for the ball. They're looking for like a statue. Yeah, the uh, the koi that um, this episode also has like. Apparently, some ex partner of well, hers were, that's kind of a scumbag. Were they initially looking for the bowl, and then the first piece to finding it was just the the, the koi? Because the um, yeah, I think it was the bowl was the ultimate end goal, but like they had to find the koi yeah. first because it was the first the step. first key of yeah. it to it, yeah, or the first piece of the puzzle. Oh, it was kind of convoluted. It's kind of the opposite of the thing I complained about with the regular Swamp Thing show, where it's like. This one has a little too much time to it, and it kind of makes it, uh, kind of makes it meander Stagnant, at weird yeah. places. Um, uh, what else happened? Um, but no, we we were talking about the sideways statue. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they eventually end up in the in uh in that, the jungle with yeah. There's a gigantic statue that that is tipped over. It must have been there for whiles, a yeah, few centuries. Least, yeah. Um. But yeah, they're able to access it, and when they're inside of it, everything is is the correct way. Yeah, like they're not hobbling over the set, like the you know the walls. If you were walking on the walls and shit, I feel like walking through doorways. You know. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you'd have it would to, only like, be pick three feet tall. To, yeah, it would be six, seven feet wide, and it would be a very narrow space to get through. Yeah, and it wouldn't be on the ground. No, and we'd have yeah, to step have over to, it and you'd have to climb climb up through it and shit. Yeah. Um, and the fucking room where the, where the Buddha's bowl is wouldn't be standing up on his pedestal. Yeah, all the pedestals that it was on, yeah. But then again, the Buddha showed up, so maybe he could rearrange it in the last second. It's, I think, I think we can explain all that shit away with just, (coughs) Pretty heavily with... It's Buddhist magic, because, you know, the Buddhists are, uh... Magic. Magic. (laughs) That's... Yeah, this this whole uh, series. Uh, I don't know. At least what this was, first what episode. What was her slip in that episode about being real? Oh, wow. Um, oh, let's go wine. find some wine or yeah. whatever they drink. Whatever they whatever they call wine around yeah. here. Just like oh, you're like you. The way that you she should said like that, other people's the way cultures. She said that. Yeah, she should have known what their wine was called. Being as much of a historian as she seemed when he first walked into the school, and yeah. she's oh doing my God. that whole tribal okay. thing. And okay, talk about the tribal thing. So, very beginning of the show, dude uh, meets the assistant or whatever, and is like, "Hey, I'm looking for this. I'm looking this, for Teach. Yeah, Sydney, for Sydney. Sydney Fox, and she's like, oh, she's doing a class right now. Let's go find her.'" And, they start nearing the classroom, and you start to hear drums a little bit, and then they open the door, and she's in full, looks like African tribal, gar- or maybe it maybe is. Latin? She specifically says mm-hmm. later on, it is not any one specific tribe, it is, it is like a pastiche of a bunch of different tribal dances okay. and shit, so, so. So it's a big mix of like, then Latin, Indian, it's like, um, it's, African. It seems like it's a lot of like, um, I say, Poly- when, I say, Polynesian. I say, when I say Indian, I mean Native American, but yeah, Polynesian. Yeah, Polynesian, it, seem, it seems like it's, it's kind of like a generic islander dance yeah um but of course it means that tia carrera is shaking her body shaking on her screen. body on screen in Let, the, the first this scene is her, her, intro. Inter, yes, her introductory her intro scene. is her in and yes scant slightly scant not very scant it's, but it's a fluffed up bikini yeah it, it's something where it's just like you're teaching right now. Right, you're teaching right now. So anyway, they finish their little dance for 20, 30 seconds with her other, her yeah, other all the, dance all, partners all the other and stuff there, there too. With her. Um, and she finishes, looks over, acknowledges that he's there, does a she's big like, war ah! cry. Goes, oh yeah, she's holding ah! a spear this yeah, whole she's time. She's holding a spear this whole time, like a full sized person tall spear. And she sees him, does the war cry, ah, goes like she's gonna throw the spear at him, doesn't, oh no, she does that first. She goes to throw it and then doesn't, then war cries at him, then actually throws the spear his direction. We actually never see her throw the spear, it's just, it cuts to him and the spear's like wobbling in the wall, it's like, but yeah, the spear hits in the wall, you know, inches from his head and does the little shake. rubber sound and at that point we're five minutes into the show and the main character has just thrown a spear in class at the other main character and it's okay yeah 
It's okay, and then we roll on to the next scene like nothing happened. She does happened. not teach much, because she's too busy going to Nepal in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some bullshit. She has to find a koi. She finds the koi uh because uh her former partner found it and he's like yeah oh yeah that that he's a he's a jokey joke scumbag kind of guy he's i'm in it for the money boss yeah always looking out for himself voice he keeps calling his sweet cheeks and he keeps calling everybody else um candy ass no um um toots no the dudes um Oh, oh, what is he? Yeah, it's, uh, like, Kimosabe. Kimosabe. Yeah. Oh, slow down there, Kimosabe. I just got that. Um, he's calling him Kimosabe because, I think, uh, because they're Indian? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Yeah, I just got that. I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, no, that was really painful. Yeah. That one was a painful one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's him in a nutshell. Yeah, they end up tracking it down, and there's some bullshit with, they, well, first, she just, like, punches, oh, no, wait, uh, there's a super weird scene where they're, like, in the bar, he, he abandoned, he, uh, the, um, the other treasure hunter guy, um, the wise guy, uh, he, uh, he, like, abandons them somewhere or something, and then they um, they end up hitching a ride on the back of a cart, and they have a whole conversation about uh, being uh, um, one step ahead of him. But he knows that they know. Blah 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 blah. Oh, that yeah. whole conversation. Uh, but then to to cap off that conversation, the dude, the the other treasure hunter was the guy driving the cart the whole time. Oh, He's God, like, that's right. That's <laughs> Got right. you, suckers. This is exactly just, where I wanted you. He just dumps them out of the cart and rides away. And then... they're in. He's in the next scene, the next city, the next scene. Yep, getting scammed by some people. And then they show up, like, three minutes later. Like, yeah. he literally drove so he, that what, cart, he, like two blocks down the path or yeah. something yeah. and got to the city and they probably could still see him when he got to the gate. Even mm-hmm. not, they, they were on a dirt road. They could just follow his cart tracks. <laughs> um, that path, did, it, just, it didn't look like there was more than one, like, I feel like there was no even yeah, path that it was branched just, off of it. Was just, it was just I guess path. if we just keep going this way, we're gonna get there anyway, so. <sighs> um... But yeah, she she eventually she punches him in the face and gets the koi statue from him, and she ends up using that in some secret fountain puzzle. Oh god, the puzzle! Uh, and that puzzle they ends- would never have seven koi in the pond. That's such a that's a bad number. That's a bad luck. And number. then they sit there and stew on it for like thirty five seconds while the koi is in their freaking backpack. Yeah. And then, There's uh, a big weird gap in between these two. I don't know what I don't know how they fill this out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the water drains and it leads to some other clue that finally leads to that giant statue. What was that other clue though? It was like uh, a serving tray or something like that. It looked like one um, of those Christmas trays that you put chocolates and bullshit candy in. It was a clue that apparently was written in a language that we, oh. the audience, or a code that we, the audience, inside can't of a serving tray shaped like Buddha. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's basically like what it looked like. It was big and concave. But yeah, so eventually they get uh like we were talking before, they get trapped 
and they find the they they eventually find the Buddhist bowl. There's some shenanigans along the way. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny, but they just build up build some character shit. It's doing it's doing pilot shit where got we got to establish who these yeah. people are. Um, but yeah, then they equally confused about the main characters. I was in the BNS Swamp thing though with uh, the only dumb kids dream and Swamp thing, and now we've got. Tia Carrera, and let's just get this wine shit or whatever. Let's get this fucking wine from these garbage people. Um, but yeah, so they they eventually find the bowl in in the statue. Uh, but they try to get it, and the whole fucking room's booby trapped, and the uh, the walls. Um, they like, cave in a little bit. Or it's they not close that they cave up? in. It's like they seal? It, it's like wall. Yeah, like some walls drop down from the ceiling and seal them in, and then uh, sand starts to fill the room slowly. Like we were talking. Yeah, slowly. But like every time it cuts away and cuts back to them, they are way more. Buried, yeah, like a foot and a half. More and they they, at least. they have obvious. It looks like they were just sta- They were getting buried in sand, but sand but standing with their hands at their sides the whole time yep. because they're just like yep i'm i'm here now they're Tight not like, shouldered yeah 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 who couldn't get their arm above the sand and start like well yeah that's what i was saying i was saying it's just like well the sand's not going your hands crazy fast you could just you could Step. just yeah you could just be walking around and stepping and you'd just be on top of it Eventually there'd be a problem, but actually no because they need to reach some fucking lever lever up up above them yeah but yeah, eventually she has the... Um, I wonder if the lover would have done anything had they have done that, and then they got to it, and it was like, it's only... The lever only works with a sound vibration. Why? What if What if they got up there and then tried to, like, yank the lever open and it just did nothing? Why is the Buddha... Why is the Buddha... Setting up death traps? I don't know. It seems out of character, but yeah, they pray, they they om, they. Be- I think she literally says we need to we need to meditate as hard as we can. Mm. Oh yeah, at one point they also she tried telling them to all be still and slow their breathing and do all that shit, and yeah. nothing happened. And they're like, yeah, this isn't working. Uh, uh, but that eventually got her to be like, oh, we've got to om, we've got om louder. Oh yeah, she oh, they also introduced in this her um. Her Indiana Jones like fear of cockroaches. Oh God, yeah, that's snakes. right. Yeah, there's like a hundred of them here. No, there's not even a. There's like forty. There might have been a hundred. You could probably it you could probably, probably get a hundred. You could justify early up for TV. Probably pretty easy. Um, but yeah, they get out of that. Um, <laughs> they ohm and it opens the lever and then yeah all the sand drains out because apparently this this uh a lot of these places have a lot of intricate draining systems oh yeah you can just drain out all that sand in like a minute and a half like bathtub speed it drained the sand faster than way, bathtub speed it drained the sand way faster than it took the sand to fill which would which would lead one to believe that just a big hole in the floor opened up, but they didn't fall into a hole, so... Yeah. And there was no leftover sand on the sides or anything. So, what though, yeah, so the sand's all gone, but they can't find the bowl either. And then the Buddha shows up and he's like, oh, this motherfucking bowl, you need this shit? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and then the guy who we haven't talked about yet shows up. Oh, yeah, the character but... we have not mentioned but has been in the episode yes. throughout the whole episode. And that is the guy who some, is some financing the, the shitbag uh, yeah, the, the, archaeologist, the, whatever. The bad um, treasure hunter. The, the bad relic hunter. Yeah, the bad treasure hunter. Um, but yeah, and, uh, BRH. The, the Buddha asks both uh, uh, the relic hunter and the Asian businessman who why like, they want it why they want it yeah and she says something about like she said she says museum or something. yeah she says oh oh no the whole reason yep. she was hired um it's because oh, uh, they restore peace in their village or something oh no the people that hired her are setting up a shrine to the buddha oh and they that's want, right they want right. to use it so people can go there and like pay respects and yeah and uh offer worship or some shit and the, the businessman's reason was it was he like, needs money. He his need, his yeah, business he is going to go out of business. And his daddy's business is going to go out of business. And guess who the Buddha gives it to? Gives it to the Asian businessman. Guy. And uh, but then he's also like, but it doesn't work. So you learned some roundabout fucking yeah, lesson like, about go, telling your I gotta dad. I got to go talk to my dad, and he leaves. Uh, but then he gives it to Sydney. Uh, because she's worthy. Um, and then it does some magic where, uh, dude gets his, uh, her teacher's assistant gets his, uh, stolen watch back. Mm Mm-hmm. What's his name again? Um, let me look, let me pull up IMDb. McCannon? It is... I should know. I have it right here. Nigel Bailey. Nigel. Hello, I'm Nigel 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 Bailey. Bailey. Nigel Bailey. Yep. Okay. I'm cool with that. Um, and then the second episode. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about the second episode? Yeah, I'm ready. I think we covered literally everything that happened in the first. Yeah. Those were words. Yeah, we skipped a little bit of the, um, the, lot of, there's some there's shena- the bar scene. The yeah, there's some shenanigans some with bullshit. the evil yeah. archaeologist. Yeah, and some some fight scenes. A couple of the nowhere. a couple of the conversations between the evil uh, relic hunter and the guys who lived wherever they were in Nepal, and like the whole thing where they take his phone and then yeah, a lot of bits, and... a lot of bits that weren't great. No. But if you were watching this show for a cult fandom or the ability to laugh at a show, those are definitely the kind of bits that you're probably looking for. They're they're funny because they're not funny. Yeah, because it's just like oh, they or they didn't stand the t- test of time well or whatnot. Uh, so was the what was the second episode called? The Smoking Gun. The Smoking Gun. So this one starts off in Chicago in the 1930s. In the 19, and that's why we, when in the beginning, I was discussing that not everything in this show maybe is a relic, but there's the whole antiques and yeah. Shit I th- I think that I think she searches for items that are it, either old or have some sort of historical significance. Because if it's Chicago in the 1930s, what could the subject material be this time? I. I think it and it's called the smoking gun. I think it is about baseball. That's I right. think baseball mitt. He got a baseball mitt for his birthday. His birthday, his fifth birth. Uh, but no, it starts off with um, calling the smoking gun. What does it start off with? It starts off with a uh, a guy some some mob in... bullshit. It basically yeah, um, mob stuff. Guy gets framed. 
Yeah, guy gets framed for murder that Al Capone actually committed with a diamond Let's talk gun. about that Al Capone for a second. That guy looked nothing like Al that Capone. That guy especially, nothing like Al Capone. And they should not have had a picture of Al Capone in to the start fucking it off, show. Yeah, that looks more like Al Capone than the guy does. Well, it was because it was a picture of Al Capone. They yeah. should they should have just <laughs> taken a picture <laughs> like of the action. actor they hired. They should have just taken one day and just been like, yeah. Let's we have need a to, good artist paint a picture of this guy. We need to just have three or four extra photos of you. Oh, no, yeah, they used the fucking actual pictures of Al Capone. So anyway, um, guy gets framed for Moida. Moida, Moida, Moida. Um, and then we cut to Trinity University. Yep. And, Where uh, his um, ancestor, his like great, yeah, his, his great grandson, grandson, his either his grandson, it's or gotta his great be grand. his great because mathematically, mm. I can't do them. I can't unless he was way old, and then his son was way old because he would have been born in like that puts him at like what nineteen fifteen, being born at the earliest ten fifteen. I don't know. At that point, he would have been. I don't know. I can't remember, but I th- I think it was. I I think it was his grandpa. Cause that'd still work out, yeah. Cause no, my grandpa was alive in the '30s. My grandpa fought in World War II. Yeah, but II. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, World War II, but I mean, he was. But if he was born in the '30s, or I he mean, was alive born. in the '30s and fought in World War II, that still probably only puts him at about. Well, he was 10. like um. He's probably born in the '20s or late tens, I would assume, with your parent with, with your mommy's age. Your family's age? I'm not good with numbers in my head. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Anyway, um, we're in that time. Oh, there was a grandparent, and he got framed from Moida, and now we got the grand. Yep, he's got um, son. He's trying to clear his grandfather's name. Uh, they need to find this gun that was owned by um, Al Capone, and he's got a lead that it's in this hotel that is going to be torn down eventually. Mm. I think that was a plot point that was eventually going to get torn down for like um, more office buildings or some shit. Oh, is that the reason? I think so. Um, but yeah, they head out to Chicago to uh, hunt this relic. Yep, this antiquity. Um... There's also a a B-plot of Nigel, um... Needs to get a date. Nigel needs to get a date, and Tia Carrera, or Sydney's also making him uncomfortable with her body. Yes, yes. Those are, like, the two ongoing things of this episode. Oh, and because the hotel's so booked up, uh, for some reason she had to have them come in as a couple. Yep, so they're faking being a married couple. For no real reason... Two people that aren't married can, can get, get a, a hotel, hotel room. Right, and it's not like they're doing anything bad. Well, I mean, they are kind of mucking about the hotel and, like, that doesn't fucking ma- with that, their untalked-about floor. But that, I mean, that doesn't But affect- that's anything that an inspector would do, and you wouldn't... It's I, But it's just a thing where it's just, like, them being married only serves little shenanigan moments between them and yes. the... Um, yes. And the lady at the at the reception, and the wait staff, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and to get into uh, verbal blunders with other people when yeah. you're uh, explaining. Uh, um, things. but 
Uh, what else? Ha- what 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 happens next? The, what happens? Uh, the, she finds uh, she snoops around in the one of the elevators. She ends up uh, taking. Uh, she ends up taking like one of the hand cranks. Uh, oh, she asked about. Uh, she finds something. They well, they, they before they leave. Yeah, they um, find uh, like yeah, some Nigel snooping online, and they see that there is a blueprints for a swimming pool and all that stuff. And then when they get to the front desk, she's like, "Oh, and is no, the swimming know, pool open?" No, and they're like, "What there, pool? There's no pool." And yeah, that leads them to noticing that there's the G floor and then the two, three, four, five, six, and up on the elevator. For oh, the buttons. actual buttons, but yeah. then she she notices under the buttons because it's an old elevator with like the the, the gates hand that crank. you close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She notices that that the hand crank that goes down to the pool. So she she like takes off the whatever cover it has on mm. it and she pulls she pulls it down to go to the pool and you know what she finds is a concrete wall concrete wall but i think this is going to be a theme a running theme in a lot of the episodes she runs her fingers along the concrete wall and finds some kind of hidden latch or some shit a little lever and it's a trap door yeah trap door trap door but unfortunately, as she goes in there, she triggers another trap, and the, the wall slides open, and there's a Tommy gun firing at her. Oh, it's ready. And yeah, it starts. And while the, but while all this is happening, um, Nigel's meeting some lady in the uh, hotel store. Mm-hmm. What was that? I was like... He was looking, yeah, like a gift shop. Yeah. And yeah, he's looking for a book, and they I think do they accidentally bump hands or some bullshit like that, and then no, I think he asked her. They're both looking at the same book, and he like asks her about oh, it. Oh, she and ever she's read like, it? And she's like, I don't know, I haven't. That's read right. That's uh, why else would it's he be looking? And so... then and then he gets real down about that moment for like five. You just see because he like yeah, he's just like, like oh, oh I'm a man, fucking idiot. Nigel, you fucking fool! Stupid, stupid, stupid. But yeah, then they talk and uh, hit it off a little bit. Uh, Meanwhile, Sid's still down in the uh, boogie basement, uh, rolling around and hiding from the Tommy gun. The automated Tommy gun that's um... that eventually gets stuck. It's a weird thing where or it seems it, like it, it should sure run out of clip and it reload itself. I don't know. Well, it seems like it should have. Run, it seems like at first it ran out of bullets, but then it just starts shooting again. Mm-hmm. It it's seems so like weird. yeah, the mechanism must have gotten stuck or some bull snap. Maybe. Um. So she jumps and ducks again for cover, and then the mechanism gets. Fudged, but this time the machinery makes that shutting down kind of sound. Yeah, which, you know, a lot of 1930s apparently like chain operated fucking. Yeah, gas. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so that stops, so she goes and checks it also, out. Also, gas lasts for 60 years, apparently. Mm. Yes, it doesn't evaporate. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, she's, so she's locked in there, uh, because when she went in there, uh, she, when she triggered the, the trap, it sealed the, um, the door on her. Uh, and then a fucking, she steps on a, um. Well, yeah, she was checking out the, she was checking out the machine gun thing, and that's when she accidentally steps on the floor lever. Yeah, she steps on a panel on the floor, and that drops a grenade. But... 
It doesn't hurt her. She like does no, she the way or something. Some wall. And then that transitions to her, uh, Nigel and the girl, his new fling, talking upstairs, uh, and you can hear the slight boom behind them, and yeah. nobody else seems to notice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And there's a whole thing of her, uh, what is it, walking out of the, uh, she finds some way out of there. Uh, oh, the grenade blows a hole in the wall. So that she can get out, and uh, she has to walk through the whole lobby covered oh, in, like, right. debris and, so, and shit. And the, uh, the lobby people don't like that, and the lady next to her doesn't like that. And no. then she gets her new room key and heads up to the room. And what kind of hijinks we get into? Nigel showering and having a normal shower, and now she's there, and she's like, Hey, I'm back. Stuff about the mission. And he's like, Dude, yeah, they have like a, they have, like, a meeting with the guy who, um... Uh, was it who uh who gave who basically gave who gave him the task to find the gun? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nigel's like, no, I'm taking a shower. She's like, no, I'll just hop in too. It'll be quick. And but you know, old Nigel, he he's, no, he's, he's all flustered by it. So she just is. That did not seem like a big enough shower for two people anyway. That seemed like a walk-in shower with a curtain instead of a glass door. Here's a. F- Fun little fact: almost no showers are big enough for two people. I mean, sometimes they're long enough, but the angle doesn't really work. For I mean, yeah, no, it's not great unless it, the short one's in front. It's like yeah, it's always a thing where it's just like if one person's getting hit with water, most likely the other person isn't. It's not. It's not great. That's the rules. It's kind of romantic, but it's also not. <laughs> it's, no. Because then if you're not getting here with water, you're probably getting cold. You're you getting cold. Once... And also, it's like, <laughs> water's not, like, a great... Like, like have you ever touched anyone who's all wet? It's like, they're... It's weird. They're, they're slimy. They're, they're, it's, it's slimy. It's kind of like you, your, hand, your skin sticks together more. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... It's not a good situation, and Nigel's not having that. Yep, Nigel's not down with shower sex. Well, Nigel's not down with a very inappropriate relation with his superior, with yeah. like his boss, who seems to be constantly teasing him with her breasts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they end up having their meeting with um, wherever his fucking face is, the dude's Mobs, grandson, mobster grandson, not mobster. But... Um, and then some mysterious men seem to be watching from afar. Oh yes. Uh, what is, they eventually head back down, uh, to the pool, to the, to Al Capone's secret bunker, and they find, um, they, they go down deeper and they find his actual bunker with, like, his little fancy-pancy dining room and yeah. all this shit. They find some his Tommy, little safe house. Yeah, they find some, uh, Tommy guns and this and that, but then they hear someone following them. Can we mention the scene about where they find the Tommy guns? Sure, they... Cause, because they find the Tommy guns and Nigel's like, oh, well, no, they open the thing and she's like, oh, some machine guns, yada, yada, and goes to do other stuff. And Nigel stops to correct her that they're, you know, Thompsons and all of what they are. I'm not that actually good at. Yeah, he knowledge. says like they're full. But Thompson, yeah, it says blah, their blah, full blah, blah. name. And at that moment, I real we realized that she didn't either she didn't know or didn't care enough to 
I mean, I couldn't imagine a, a situation where somebody who knew what a Tommy gun was picked up a Tommy gun and didn't call it a Tommy gun. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was such a weird scene that she's like, oh, some machine guns. And... No, she's, she's all into karate. She doesn't give a shit about guns. I suppose. I suppose. But still, it's a historical piece of something. Like no, they were, setting up... they had they had significance in that era of time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, eventually, Histor- she's a history teacher. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So eventually, the guy that was flirting. Oh. What is that? Before they ended up down there, they got chased by those two suspicious guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they. Oh yeah, and they knocked the suitcases at him and shit. Yeah, they knocked the suitcase at him, kicked kicked him in the face a couple times. Um. In and the then, elevator, and then everybody they escaped saw. on the elevator. Yeah. And the uh, the girl that um, what's his putts? Uh, Nigel. Nigel was flirting with. Uh, she was on the elevator too. Yep. And there's some shenanigans before, yeah, but the, but yeah, then they end up in there, but the lady that Nigel's flirting with followed them. Oh, man. Now, I thought she was going to be uh, a baddie, but mm-hmm. she didn't turn out to be. Nope, just an awkward love fling. Yeah. Episodically, not. Um, but yeah, eventually they, um, they start searching around, they find uh, his safe. Uh, which is behind like a bed that's also um, got a bunch of like secret apartments and levers and shit yeah, to get into yeah. it. Uh, but they need to get a key, so they turn apart his room and then, they eventually then, find it. Yeah, Nigel's love interest lady is she, yeah, she's talking a, about she's an eighth how grade teacher. Yeah, she's an eighth grade teacher, so she's just like, well. I know when my students want to hide stuff, they hide them under the uh, like the drawers. drawers and shit. So then they look at all the bottoms of the drawers and don't see anything, but there's still the one center one in the desk, and then yeah. Nigel pulls it out, and there's the little tray, and he pulls out the tray, and underneath the bottom of the tray is the key. Yeah, and they open it, but... Oh, they find it. Yeah, they find what they're looking for and all that. Yeah. But those two men that were following them... Show up. Followed them. And they turn out to be police, uh, but not just regular police. Crooked, Crooked police. police. Nice timing. Um, so they they're probably gonna kill Sydney and the gang. Um, how do they get out of that? They, oh, they, oh yeah, they um, they wordplay trick them and kick them, don't they? They they she kind of distracts them while they try to get Tommy guns, but the bad guys eventually get the Tommy gun. And they then they lock themselves in the room. Yeah. And the bad guys just put an old generator up towards the um the, the little yeah, vent that, hole in yeah, the bottom. Vent, yeah, a little air vent. Uh, so it pumps the room. They just uh lock themselves in with yeah. They put gas. the exhaust in the little... with carbon monoxide. Uh, and then they leave. And then they leave. And so this is the first thing I said when they left. I'm just like, so they're not trapped there because they can just unlock the door that they locked and but they don't they end up um trying to find another way out and uh 
does anything exciting happen? Because I think they just do. I think they just end up being like, oh no, they they find uh, they have to they find a bookshelf with uh, with a with a fake oh, book yeah. that they gotta pull. They do a little detective. The work way they it. stumble upon that bookshelf and the correct book though is so. They're. Blah. I didn't. That was such a weird scene. Well, it's they set up that it's just like, oh yeah. He Al Capone's not a smart guy, so well uh, these books look really used. And then they look at one of the at the book that has the most that yeah. looks like it's been t- and it was great most. expectations. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. So yeah, they get out. They get out. Um, they get out of. Oh yeah, those cops were. Uh, so one of those cops. Was uh, while they were picture. down there, they found a picture of Al Capone with the cop that originally uh, framed him, f- framed that dude's grandpa. Yeah. Um. Good eye. And it turns out that dude's now like a really well decorated. Um. Was he like retired. an admiral? Admiral at that point, or some kind of fucking high-ranking? I don't think there's thing? admirals in the police. Oh, okay. I may be wrong. I don't know. What's, I think the there's like one? what's top brass, like a chief or a captain. Okay, I'll, or... I'll accept that. Yeah, I think it's like the chief of police. They should get an admiral, like Starfleet. I think admirals are more for like the navy. Okay. I think I, yeah, I think admirals are specifically like a boat thing. Okay. I'll accept that. Um, but he's like some retired big big wig. Uh, guy now and so they head over to his house and just as they're heading in they hear a fucking gunshot dude keep slamming for emphasis um so they head in and they kind of like pensively look around and the dude's like i was suspecting you see man you broke into my house and you murdered this man, but luckily he shot you before. Oh. And Nigel's like, what? What are you talking about? We didn't do that. And Sydney's like, you're a fucking idiot. He's gonna frame us. Just like he did to that guy's grandpa. Yeah. Is that guy with him? Hmm? Is that guy with them? The two of them? Or is it just Nigel and Sydney at this point? Yeah, no, he's not with them. It's okay. just Nigel and Sydney. Uh, I honestly, I think that man's grandpa's dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. he's just, um... He died in jail, probably. Yeah. Prison. But, I mean, was the grandson with them? No. Okay. No, he For some reason, him. I thought he was. No, he shows up at the end. Um... So, yeah, they almost... Happens? They try to frame him, or they try to frame the two... The guy tries to frame the two of them... And that's when they do the little, like, that's when she's like, well, our friend is out telling the police. And they're like, oh, well, we found her, too. Oh, yeah. And then they bring her in. And then she's like, oh, come on, boys and their guns and whatever. And says something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, she just says some shit and, and she like points And kinda... she points out Al Capone's gun on the table. And the old guy looks back at it. And while they're looking over at it, she does a little spin kick and... Yeah, Nuts. disarms them. everybody off balance and grabs Nigel's, the gun. Nigel's girl grabs the gun, and, and then they uh, basically they win. Yeah, they win. They win. Yeah, they say some shit, but they they grab some back and forth, but it, they win. Um, they'll take their ads on the gun firing. Are there being anything in the gun? 
I think that's the end. What's some dumb joke they ended on? They ended on some dumb joke on this one. Um, they came back, and they're talking about it. And um, the assistant girl's like, "I know who Al Capone." Because earlier, oh yeah, that was she's the... like, "I've heard of that Capone guy or yeah. something like that." And they both look up because they're like, "How you heard? You heard?" Yeah, no. And then she's like, I think I know, I think I can, I think I can remember where I heard him from, or heard of him from. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was the first two episodes. Um, it's a weird show. It's a weird show. It seems like, just with the name Relic Hunters, it seems like it's a generic show that's on the background of another show. Okay. I feel like it sounded like a weird History Channel Discovery show where they're just like a reality, like like uh, American Pickers kind of yeah thing. Oh no, which uh, originally made me laugh about it even more because I couldn't. It just it's a very very factual title. It's not not really embellishing or anything. It's, it's not, just it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Because, like, it's not like the show The Librarians, where it's just like, oh, that show's not actually about librarians, it's about, like, magic and... Hu- I yeah. think that show's also about hunting relics, actually. Oh, okay. Um, But it's based on, like, a book series or a movie series, I think? I can't remember. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was those two, that was the first two episodes of Relic Hunters. I'm gonna keep watching it. All right, I think yeah, I think we'll. I think that's my. I think that's my. Uh, I think we'll dip back to. into this from time to time. I think we've got. Can give an update on that. Yeah, I think we've got uh, some good, good potential sources and content here. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, uh, do we give it a rating? I mean, um. Both episodes in one rating. No. How'd you feel about the first hour and a half? The f- uh, no, I don't think we give a rating on this one yet. Okay. Um, if we if this become if this becomes a thing, we figure out some dumb pun name to give it to. Okay. Then we can uh we can really start rating. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, the, the hard thing is relic hunters is so just generic sounding. It's really hard to like come up with some pun or something yeah. for it. Some but we could play. just make it equally bo- Relic Hunters review. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be terrible. But it'd be oh, great. what about um the uh, make some kind of Antiques Roadshow pun about it? Like what? Relic Hunters Roadshow. <laughs> it's a great pun. Oh, the, uh... It's a wonderful pun. <laughs> I think well, that's gonna take some time to think on. Yeah, I think I think we should uh, figure that, that out. Do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I guess in, until next time, I've been uh, Meryl, and uh, I've um, I was Eric, and we'll see you. I played in, the part of Eric today. I in, did it. I did it. Uh, we'll see you in Al Capone's vault. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was a whole bit. That sound. There was a whole bit um, they had with. Um, it's like Geraldo <laughs> should have been here. Oh hey. God, that's right. When they find all his treasure. Yeah. And yeah. 
because he didn't find anything. (laughs) That Uh, was funny. When we uncover the mysteries of Al Capone's glove box. Road maps! Alright, okay, we're... uh, That's the end. Yeah, this is the real end this time. Alright, bye. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.